welcome to Post Report, B-Sides. Yep. I was reading Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> and I read it on Reddit that, uh, and I've seen this before, and you've even mentioned it too, what about the Supreme Court? Right. Obviously, a lot hangs in the balance with an election. Right. It looks like, you know, if we get the full eight-year stretch of one or the other candidate, yeah. we're going to have three plus yeah. plus uh, filling Scalia seat. Yeah. And that could be a big deal. We have three justices who are somewhere between like 78 and 83 right now. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but I think I think Ginsburg would cut you. She's, what do you mean? Like, like she would, she would, she probably could beat up Hulk Hogan, I would think. I mean, she'll probably live to be like 110, but. She might be like, I'm done with the game. Well, no, I was talking about this with a friend earlier today. I don't think if Ginsburg gave up, I don't, I don't think she can. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. She's so entrenched in it that if she retired, what would she do? She would write amicus briefs? I mean, like, I don't I don't think she could... Well, there's that, and there's also... She, I mean, she's the liberal one. The liber, one of the oh, liberalists. The most, liberal. the most liberalist. So... Amicus briefs? I mean, she... Like, if Bernie Sanders got in, she'd be like, as soon as we get Scalia's suit filled and we knock one of the other yokels off the bench, yeah. then I'll take my turn. Please. Maybe, right? Yeah. If she's ready to go. Do you know but very, if, very few justices have actually died on the bench? Most yeah. of them have retired about five to seven years before their death. Mm-hmm. The ones that did live long. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them, and a lot of them have only served like three to five years on the bench. So what we have right now is almost unprecedented where we have three justices will probably die on the bench. And with Scalia, you know, that would make four. Mm-hmm. So that's not really... This is new. Mm-hmm. And that could be a part of why we're now viewing justices as more of a lawn game kind of yeah. thing than it used to be before, where, you know, it's like, oh, well, they'll just, you know, they, they're they only going to be there for maybe five, seven years. And, and then they're going to step down because they can't hang mm-hmm. or don't want to, mm-hmm. you know. They get tired, you yeah. know, they want to, they wanna, you know, yeah. move to Florida. Vermont, Florida and wrestle gators. <laughs> It's all olds do. But here's here's my problem with the argument, okay? Number one, we're voting for the head of the executive branch. We're right. not voting for the heads of the judicial branch. Right. We have no say on who the presidential candidate will choose. Turns out the president does <laughs> the president's say is actually a lot less than people, you know, assume it to be too, because they still need the Senate. Mm-hmm. And I got I got some stuff on yeah, that as keep well. Going. Yeah. And also, there have been numerous instances where a conservative or um, mostly conservative, who was the famous one on there, the Warren Court, where they thought they were getting a uh, oh yeah they thought they were getting a super conservative out of the deal, and Turned <laughs> they're out. like, nope, most liberal courts to date. Just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. So the way, like, once you're in, you're in. Yeah. Over the course of our entire uh, country, we've only impeached three. And I was that's why I was talking with my friend today. I was like, God, what does it even take to get rid of the They're justice? allowed to stay as long as they are on good behavior. And I think that's the actual and language. As long, they could be senile, but as long as they're on good behavior. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. So, but, you know, we have no guarantee right. of what we're going to get. But the president really doesn't have a guarantee of no. what they're going to get. They might have some ideas of where they want their pick to go. Yeah. But you don't really know. Yep. However, I would put more stock into 
even conservative justices, unless they come from an extremely religious background, moving maybe more socially liberal. Yeah. But I do not see economically and fiscally liberal Mm. uh, being the case. I I definitely think that, you know, whether we get Trump, like if we get Trump, we we could get some wackadoos. Well, probably. Well, the Senate would still have to confirm them. Yes, and we're going to get to that too. But if we get Clinton, yeah, okay. um, We're going to get a bunch of moderates. We're going to get a bunch of moderates, and it's and but they're going to favor, you know, things like Citizens United. They're going to favor things like you know, corporations are people. You know, we might have a court hearing that says, you know, you need to send a corporation a card on their birthday because they're a person, (laughs) and they need to know that you love them, America. (laughs) We could have we could have rulings like that, and actually no, we can't we can't because the thing is the Supreme Court typically not always but typically rules on cases that come from a lower court. Well, yeah. The most common way for a case to reach the Supreme Court is on appeal from a circuit court. Yes. The a party seeking to appeal a decision of a circuit court can file a petition to the Supreme Court for a writ of certiorari. Cer- say that one more time. Certiorari. Certiorari. Yeah. It's a very, it's a very sensual legal term. So it's these aren't just whims. It's not like oh, you know, I think that you got to get that far. Yeah, you got to get super far, and that takes a while. And then you got to convince the court that they want to take your case. They don't have to take anybody. Yeah, they case. can tell you to fuck off. They can be like, whatever, don't care. They're like, you're our thirty minutes worth of time to talk about this. Yeah, when we actually, because they know, but they'll do their research and stuff. Yeah, but they really, they only do thirty minutes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So. Do you have a, how many cases they typically take a year? I there? was going to look that it's up. I was also going to break it down because um, I have another point that I want to make about what's really at stake in the next, let's even say it's 20 years. It, it yeah. might swing back to being a more reasonable five to seven years that mm-hmm. they're going to serve. Yeah. But I wanted to look at and break down all the landmark cases of the past, say, 30 years and which ones were you know, liberal cases that were being challenged by conservatives and which ones were conservative cases that were being challenged by liberals. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure the former is a bigger number than the latter. Right. It seems like the conservatives are always out to litigate and the, and, uh, the liberals are just basically hoping to fight back. I don't know. We've had some really good liberal cases in court. Mm-hmm. We've had some horrible ones, too. We had Obergfell versus Hodges. I don't know, that name sounds familiar, but it's... That's the case that uh, legalized gay marriage. Oh, that was really recent. Yeah. And we had Roe versus Wade. Of course. You know, but we also had, you know, Citizens United. Yeah. And uh, Buckley versus Vallejo. And other cases that made corporations people. Yeah. Going way back to the one about California and, like, telegraph lines or something. Yeah, yeah, yep. So, but here's point... So that was point two. Point three... Right now, it's been 116 days since Scalia died. I know, it's so crazy. And we still do not either have a replacement or a confirmation hearing of a replacement for a seat. We'll probably get one soon, though. Well, I don't know. We can talk about that after I finish my spiel, but here on point three. But, you know, traditionally we need one. And one could argue legally we need one, although it's not necessarily spelled out how many justices we're supposed to have in the Constitution. 
All right, Article 28, Section 1 of the USC says there should be nine justices, one chief justice, which is outlined in the Constitution, okay. and then eight more. Yeah. However, what's what's the legal consequence of not having it? Well, you're looking at it. There's no legal consequence. No, it's just a stalemate, and here's my point. It's not even a stalemate. No, it's just a matter of, okay, so... It could potentially, potentially be a stalemate, but... Well, there's a, couple things to, there's a couple things here that I think are important. The first thing is that um, Mitch and Co, you know Mitch McConnell and his yeah. Oh, yeah. and his rabble rousing yeah. group of ra- <laughs> his ra- rag Republicans, his ragtag band of Republicans yeah. fighting for the American dream, yeah, mm-hmm. really holding down America, keeping it safe mm-hmm. by not doing anything. Absolutely. So. I mean, they've been stonewalling on this for 116 days, and yeah. they've come out and said, we're not going to do it, we're not going to do it. Right. There's only a year and a half in President Obama's term, or or a year left. Yeah. And that's too soon. Too soon. The next president should decide. Which is a BS, but that's well, a whole different Well, it was BS, but it sets a precedent. Yeah. That maybe the next president should decide. And you know what? Maybe we get a Democratic Senate. This time, and it's looking likely out of, there are about 10 seats that are particularly vulnerable and nine of those are Republican. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, just Marco Rubio, for example, just completely resigned. Oh, really? Yeah. He resigned. He's done. Um, And, uh, what's his name? Bernie Kratt. He was a Republican, or uh, not a Republican, a uh, representative in Florida. Oh. And now he's moving up. Alan Grayson. Okay. Alan Grayson. Now he's moving up, and he's uh, challenging a couple other Democrats in Florida for that Senate seat in the primary. And the Republicans are, are, are showing up some weak candidates. But, so ten seats are in jeopardy, and nine of those are Republicans. And we only need, I think, six okay. to get a majority. Right. So it's very well we could get a majority if we do. We're just like, you know, the Republicans did it. We'll do it, too. I mean, it's not... Court's working fine with it ha- eight. It happens all the time. I mean, it happens all the time. It goes back and forth. Yeah. Court's working fine with eight. You know, we get a GOP president for the next four years. Screw it. Let's not nominate it. Or let's not confirm anybody. I don't know. They could. I mean, it would be... Uh, I, I wrote down it would It would be nasty, messy, and shady. Well, and it probably happen, won't so. happen. Right. But if the Dems are so concerned about appointing liberal justices, which I wrote in parentheses, they aren't. Right. You just, they could employ this tactic. They're not going to do that. They could use this precedent to, precedent to stonewall the next four years. They conceivably could, considering there's no consequence. Right. There hasn't been a consequence for Mitch McConnell and his ilk. Right. Yeah. There's no consequence. You, the, what's the penalty for... The cons- what's the penalty and who is actually breaking... Uh, Article 28, Section 1, in this. The consequences is that you're ruining your electability option. You're really, I mean, you're maybe not ruining it, but you're having a palpable effect on how the American Mm -hmm. public sees you. As a corollary, though, right now, with a 4-4 split... We've actually had a lot of liberal Liberal things stand, because because with a 4-4 split, they automatically... Go back, well, if there's a... Tie, yeah. If they if they tie four four, yeah. Then it's then they basically take the stand of star uh, stare di- diseases. Starry starry decisis. Starry decisis. Thank you. One the one ancient language I did not take. 
in uh, in my religious studies. I studied Greek. I studied Hebrew. Yeah. I studied he- uh, Egyptian hieroglyphics. Because, but not Latin, huh? But you know, I I worked on Latin for a little bit. But I I mean, that's not a evangelical Christian language. It's okay. The only Latin I know is the Latin I got from law school. Absolutely. So. So you're saying you couldn't do a mass to save your life oh, either. Oh, no. Go, Lord, All no. right. But so so what you're saying, Did right, you just is... say, oh, Lord, no? <laughs> Very appropriate. What you're saying, right, is that when it's tied, the decision from the, the lower federal co- district court stands. The circuit court stands. Yes. And they're done. We're done. And guess who's been stacking the district courts with liberal judges for the last eight years? Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. I mean, he's not been an idiot. He's been seeing this come down the pipes, and he's been. But they've appointing. been blocking him on that stuff too. Yeah, but they've been doing a worse job of that than mm. than this whole Scalia thing. Anyways, so he's going to leave a legacy of. Liberal so when justices. liberal rulings are challenged, they'll most likely stand. That's mm-hmm. what I wrote. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's, I I feel good that I actually was able to educate myself in such a way that you're not just telling me, oh no, technically you're wrong, and all oh, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. No, Lawyered. So, so far you're telling me everything that I also understand to be mm-hmm. true. So, But it also means that when conservative rulings are challenged, if it, if you got a 4-4 yeah. tie, they're going to stand too, and that does suck. Right. But... And know. then you have to wait for someone with standing, someone else with standing on... Well, there needs issue, to be a, 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 a different challenge with a new case with from a from different a different angle yeah, with a different, different person, person. Yep. maybe on a on a, an adjacent law or yeah. maybe the law has yep. changed at that point where they can sort of rope in that old mm-hmm. ruling and massage it and uh which is what they keep doing with Roe v Wade so stare Starry, starry decisis, starry yes. decisis, starry decisis, again. and that's also that's also a, a point of fact that the court doesn't like to go and constantly be revisiting their old cases to begin with. Yeah, no, they believe in very slow turtle speed, dog upon five thousand turtle speed. Um, that's our whole that's, that's political system. That's a, well, honestly, yes, but it's it's the the. Congress and the court don't move very fast, and that's on purpose. It was designed mm-hmm. that way on purpose, mm-hmm. which is frustrating. But I, I, but I think legislation could move, can, can move a little bit faster than the judiciary. No, that's true. But um, especially, I mean, with this too. thing, they're basically um, this legal concept that I can't pronounce promotes the even-handed, predictable, and consistent. Well, no, it's what we said. Oh, stare decisis, stare yeah. decisis, yeah. I'm just not going to keep... I'm going to point at you, and you're going to know to say it. <laughs> in practice, the Supreme Court will usually defer to its previous decisions, even if the soundness of the decision is in doubt. So what that means is bad cases like Citizens United are probably going to always... are probably going to stand for a while. But it also means good decisions like Roe versus Wade and Obergefell versus Hodges will also stay intact. Most likely never even reach in the court. They'll basically... The court will basically say, no, we're done. not going to waste our time with that. Um, and then my last point was just a discussion. What things do you actually expect in, say, the next decade? I don't want to go 20 years, even though it very well could affect the next 20 years. I mean, they could put, could put somebody on there that's like, you know, 24. God, could you imagine Trump? <laughs> if Trump got the presidency, he's like, yeah, I'm going to appoint this 24-year-old religious nut job. Well, how, well no, the, no, Senate's, how... the Senate would just... What are what's the age 
I don't believe there is one according to the Constitution. I don't believe. Well, maybe not according to the Constitution. Supreme Court Justice Age Limit. I don't think there's an age limit for senators or yeah, representatives the, either. Yeah, I mean, there's no require. There's, of course, there's no constitutional requirement. There might be a there might be a traditional requirement. I mean, obviously, you don't want them too young. You don't want them too old. Right. Um, but there's no set in stone like the executive branch, where right. it's like you must to be the president. You must be 35 years yeah. old. Yeah, I mean. I don't, yeah, if you put up a 24, basically a 24-year-old. Just You'll just get laughed out of, you'll get laughed out of Capitol Hill. A 24-year-old just got out of law school. They wouldn't even have time to ever serve on any bench. So they would never, ever be yeah. a judge in the first place. I mean, you're looking at, you're looking at uh, probably 45 would be the youngest, 40. Yeah. How, I mean, who is the youngest? Who knows? It, I mean, it's it's immaterial because it's not going to happen. Right. But, like, what do you think, what, well, what's going to come Sotomayor? up? how old she was in her 40s or 50s, right? Mm-hmm. She was not well, old. That's about the, how old Clarence Thomas was. Yeah. So um, I would say, yeah. I mean, but, you know, with, uh, Gar- also, with Garland being in his 60s, that was yeah. unusual. Yeah, I always also think everyone's younger than they are. I thought Jill Stein last week was in her 50s. She's 66. Yeah. So I don't know. I just cut everyone the benefit of that down mm-hmm. like, and, and, and think they're 10 years younger than they actually are. Well, you flatter I'm just but trying like, to suck up. <laughs> okay, so what, what, I mean, what things do you think are going to actually come? Hold on. Go to the court. Or what? Certiorari or certiorari. Certiorari. Certiorari or certiorari. Well, I've never heard anyone say it certiorari, but certiorari. I'd forgot an R, but that's fine because I think a lot of people stumble over that R anyway. Rid of certiorari. Yeah. I, I, that was bothering me. I'm like, I don't think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Writ of certiorari. Yep. So. So for the next 10, anyway, for the next 10 next years. Next 10 years, what do you think is really going to go up on the Supreme Court that's going to make, that's going to be landmark in the way that, you know, Brown versus Board of Education or Roe v. Wade or Obergefell versus Hodges or. Citizens United, or um, Buckley versus Vallejo, or... I think... I think we're going to see... God, what is this? It's... it's. You it's, think HB2 from North, Car- North Carolina yes, or South Carolina? Yes, because right now the feds can only influence... Um, tr- feds, the feds, federal government can only influence... Uh, sex questions of sex mm-hmm. your person's sex not the sex you're having um, when it comes to employment mm-hmm. and I think schools but that's not that's not consistent over all the states but, though that's no, a federal that's a federal states that's federal always sets the ceiling mm-hmm. states can bring that down if they want mm-hmm. so because i know you're not protected i know gender so washington, stuff isn't protected in montana washington has created a much more strict um has created a much more strict set of rules and laws based on how you can and cannot discriminate based on mm-hmm. sex that's that is under the ceiling right they've created their own ceiling below the fed ceiling so the fed always creates the ceiling mm-hmm. you can never 
but HB2. You can never do less than what the feds have said, but you mm-hmm. can always do more, mm. right? But HB2. Yes, that's and that's but the bigger thing. Here's the problem because the federal government cannot regulate anti discriminatory issues about sex in the same way they can race, um, except for those two lim- those two limitations, which um, I don't even think includes housing, if I remember correctly. Correctly, I think it only includes employment and schools. Mm-hmm. Sure. So what I'm expecting to see is broadening these anti-discriminatory um, legislations the, to mm-hmm. rope sex in with race, to basically give sex the same coverage that race does. Absolutely. You know, but that wasn't even the most insidious thing in my mind of House Bill 2 from, is it North or South Carolina? I can't remember. It's one of the Carolina. North Carolina. It's the bad Carolina. Oh, from bad Carolina. We'll call it that. Um, I'm sorry, North Carolina. It's probably from South Carolina. I'm actually, sure it could Carolina. be, it could be from North. We, I, we honestly I don't, don't remember yeah. if you're, um, a Carolinan from the good Carolinan, uh, we're just going to call it good Carolina, bad Carolina from now on. <laughs> and it no, doesn't matter. Was, it doesn't matter what their latitude is on the map. all sorts of stuff. In HB two, that had nothing to do with the bathroom bills, right? Mm-hmm. Because this is what this is what politicians always no, do. They actually, pick a wedge issue, and get then they, people and, to vote on it, and people don't even realize what they're voting on. Yeah, exactly. They 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 hide things in bills. Yeah. But the thing was, is what you were saying. So what the, they were doing on the state level was saying, you can't go above our ceiling. Well, that would never stand in federal court. If the Fed, if the federal, if the if the federal government changes its law and sets a new ceiling Mm -hmm. then the state sets a different ceiling the state can't that law will never be upheld no basically but that's what that's what hb2 did yeah hb2 basically it works for now says here is the standard you cannot go you cannot do more than this standard. Yeah. You can be more discriminatory, but you cannot be less discriminatory anymore. And that works for now until we get something that fixes our anti-discrimination laws. And then that bill, that bill will be invalidated. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'll Absolutely. just, it'll get over, it'll go to court and it'll get invalidated. Absolutely. But that, that I mean, happens that's all the, precedent. the time. So they could say, you know, at the state level... It is illegal to not dump pollution in the rivers. And if we catch you trying to be clean and going above the ceiling, we can find you for it. I mean, that's the kind of logic that is in the bill. Yeah. That they're trying to set up. They're I think trying that to bill basically will get, that'll get overturned. No, it's gonna. I mean, it's a horrible Supreme bill, Court. and it will get overturned. And the whole way it got passed was sketchy. But okay, so yeah. that's one. But that one is, I mean, that one's already has built in unconstitutionality, right? Well, I mean, that's a lot. I mean, the Supreme Court hears a lot of. What are you saying? What, I I, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, isn't it on a federal level unconstitutional for a state to invert the ceiling? Mm, I I don't know. I don't. I don't know if there's an actual law against that. Maybe there is. You know, this is where you want your friend from law school who had the better grade in con law to be seen here to tell you about all the ways you're wrong about con law. 
but Adam Camp isn't here, so <laughs> I can't. You know, I don't. I don't know. Well, let's let's say it's let's say. I mean, let's. Say, I don't think there's a law, but I think it's unconstitutional. Well, so and I think I think the bill could be challenged on that more. Um, this would be a procedural question. That this would be a procedural be, question. Yes, this All is, right. This is not a substantive. Like con right. law question, it's more of a procedural. How does the Constitution work? Question. All right. Well, my point was actually just to get off the cuff ones, and I got yeah. that one. So, sure. do you have any other like any? Just give me two more off the top of your head, rapid fire. I don't have any. See, and that's the thing for me too is that I'm like, what is really going to come up? I mean, it's the things you don't know that are going to come up are yeah. going to be the big things. But we're not really. We don't really have a huge <laughs> civil rights movement. Yeah. Um, our voting rights movement is kind of, I mean, that's going to need to rebuild yeah. after they gutted the Voting Rights Act. Um, you know, Citizens United is not, is, and all of the precedents Citizens that... Citizens United will probably be around for another 40 more years. Citizens United will be around for another 16. Yeah. 16. Um, and what's going to happen is the states are going to ratify an amendment. That's what's going to happen. I, I mean, yeah. Sure, I don't disbelieve that. I I will believe that in any. There's already as, three states yeah, that no, have signed exactly. on board, and yeah. once you get once you get ten or twelve, yeah. then the process goes really quick. Mm-hmm. And we've been and uh, people have been working on that. Yeah. Wolf Pack dot com, uh, get money out of politics, and it goes far beyond that. Yeah. I mean, basically, the amendment will be. How do we fit? Like it, it, it will reverse all of those bad decisions. Right. And set it in stone. This, but when you ask, what do you see as a problem, and us not being able to see a problem, I wonder if that's like a product of us getting to be a certain age. Where if we ask someone who was just out of law school what they thought would be a major uh, Supreme Court case in the next ten years, they might have some different ideas, right? Well, I mean, I'm concerned. I'm concerned about uh, you know um, Roe versus Wade. I'm concerned about that being threatened. But I don't think it'll stand. I don't think it'll pass muster. And if the court went completely bananas, and the Roe v. Wade has already been massaged by like three or four following cases, that mm-hmm. it's so entrenched now mm-hmm. in our system that to, for the Supreme Court to overturn it would be. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna. Ha- it's not going to happen. It's literally not going to. No, happen. No, it's not going to happen. And I would say that. Um, you know, legalizing gay marriage, that's so new that the court's not going to touch it yet. Right. Yeah. Especially if it's so popular. So I think I, I, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is, yeah. even if we get shitty conservatives because of the next four years, and yeah. make no, I mean, even if it's eight, I mean, yeah. I can't imagine it being but eight. But just in case it is. But just in case it is. You know what? That alone is not a reason to vote Democrat. Let's put it that way. Let's let's put, I'll put my cards on the table. That's not a reason to vote for No, I mean, there's Alone. other reasons. Alone. Yeah, there's other reasons to vote for Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Whatever. And I don't want to... And this is the thing I always really hate about mm-hmm. this, these conversations. Yeah. If you want to vote, if you want to vote for... Okay. Do no, it. If you No, if you want to vote for Hillary Clinton, I'm not saying, if I'm you not know, saying no, anybody no, 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 should. Wait. If you want to vote for Hillary Clinton, for whatever reason you want to vote for Hillary Clinton... 
vote for Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you want to vote for Hillary Clinton because she's a woman. I don't care if you want to vote for Hillary Clinton because you're worried about Supreme Court justices. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you want to vote for Hillary Clinton because you like all of her multicolored, pan- various colored pantsuits. I like the orange one the best. I like the yellow ones. It's not... It, it is, no laughing. Post report is serious business. <laughs> it is never our... We could never be so presumptuous to tell people mm-hmm. why they should or should not vote for a candidate. Absolutely. But I think it does diligence for us to explain yeah. why certain rationales might not have the strongest footing or grounding in reality yeah. that yeah. you think they do. I mean, do your due diligence. But do your due diligence. I don't pe- care who who everybody votes for. Some people are idiots. Mm-hmm. And if they want to vote for Hillary Clinton because mm-hmm. they like how she styles her hair, yeah. then yeah. that's fine. I don't give a poop. Yeah, I don't, I don't really, I, it doesn't really bother me. I mean, it bothers me, uh, Hillary, I mean, Hillary and Donald Trump, and basically every politician has a position that bothers me, but I'm never going to, mm-hmm. I don't, I always am just careful. All I want to tell people is to vote mm-hmm. and don't let anyone shame you for the reasons why you've chosen to vote, mm-hmm. but do the best research you can mm-hmm. and keep an open mind. Yeah. The framers expected... The farmers would be well pleased. I don't know if they necessarily expect it. I think there's a lot of things that they would they would sit down and they would think about. Yeah. And they would have an initial gut reaction. They'd be like, wait, that's not what we intended. And then they think about it, it was like, no, actually if that's how it's been and that's how, and if this is where the this is where Sounds things are going. Yeah, no, this makes total sense. Obviously. Yeah. You should do this. Or obviously you shouldn't have been doing that the mm-hmm. whole time. We're glad you figured it out. Hey, but we can't. We can't. But we can't. We can't go into their minds. Yeah. But the point is, at the same time, no matter what you do, the presidential election is not the end all, be all no. of American politics, and that has that lie has been fed to us ever since we were little kids so with we our little scholastic attention. books, yep. and we got little pictures the of the presidents of the world, and we would cut them out and do our mock ballots. Yeah. And I remember doing that with. Uh, you know, H.W. Yeah. And Clinton. And I vote for Clinton then because he was younger and prettier. Yeah. You had the, you had the real Kennedy effect. Yeah, a little bit. Especially on a child. Yeah. You know, living <laughs> a state above Arkansas. Okay. Sure, okay. I was, I was trying to figure out what you're insinuating about Bill Clinton. But <laughs> but no, I mean, that, I mean that's how I voted when I was no, 12. Yeah. yeah, of course. You know, but that's what we're taught is that's, that's the most, it's the most, it's the Super Bowl of politics. And you know what? It's the, it's the, it's the um, all-star game. That's what it is. Yeah, it's not it means absolutely nothing in the long run because the real power is held by the legislative branch in yeah. the federal government. Yeah. And the governorships and legislative branches on the state level. Yeah. And if you're not paying attention to those and you're not working to elect the people, whatever you do, and I'm going to say that the Republicans do a better job of getting their, their folks to vote for the, um, vote, um, for the state and the government. Republicans are so good at voting. Republicans are so good at voting suppression. Well, no, they're also really good at voting. Well, yeah. Yes, they, they are. They always vote all the time. They always vote all the time, and that's why when turnout's low, they win. Yeah. Um, I think the vast majority is, I would say, 
left of center on social issues, and for that reason alone, certain, you know, sometimes the Democrats win. I think the Democrats actually took a stand that wasn't right of center on anything else. I think they would win a lot more. They certainly don't want to do that. And that's where it is. All right. I think, you know, I think you're going to see a lot more progressives and uh, so-called Bernie Krauts getting elected in the next four years on the lower levels. Because I think if there's one thing that that Bernie Sanders has said is a political revolution and B, change comes from the bottom, which means you need to be out there. Your city council guy, is he a dickbag Republican? Get him out. Pay attention. Get... Get um, get a progressive in. Get yeah. a progressive in. Get a progressive in all the way up in your state. Now get progressives up from your state representing you in the federal yeah. level. Yeah. And you know, yeah. you know, we would have really lucked out if we had Bernie Sanders as as the nominee. And there still could be a chance. We'll find out. We'll find out what happens when they uh, when him and Obama talk tomorrow. Yeah, they're gonna talk tomorrow. Yep. Time for a, and two phone calls in the past three days. T- time for another talking from Dad. Dad's Ooh. got another talk from Bernie. Dad talked to Bernie like last month. Time for Dad to talk to Bernie again. That's not how I view it. It's time for it's time for Dad to talk to Obama. <laughs> I know I'm being facetious.